Hello everybody and welcome back to the Traumatised Pineapple Podcast. I'm Adam, you can find me at AdamIsTalking underscore on Twitter. And I'm Sam from LCA Productions and you can find us on Twitter at LCA Productions LCA. And I'm Inky Doodle, you can find me at YouTube forward slash user forward slash Inky Doodle. Four. I, are you going to read the whole like string of numbers <laughs> out? H-T-P-S. No. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about technology. And linked to that, we have our icebreaker. Uh, we've got a round of citation needed. Um, if you don't know, I have got in front of me a Wikipedia article. Those two know the name. They don't know anything else about it. And they have to guess uh, what the Wikipedia it. says. So... I know what the what colour is. is. I also one know. red paperclip? Um, it's a painted piece of office stationery. I'm correct. <laughs> Technically, you're correct. Is it a TV series? No. Is it a... Games development company because it's it sounds not, like it one. sounds like it could be. It's is not. it a film? No, one should red be. Paper clip. Isn't. Is it one red paperclip or red paperclip? One red paperclip. Is it a company? It either either game no, is it an uh, anime? Okay, it, it, it's a, a website. Ba- oh, website. Okay. Um, created by a Canadian blogger, Carl McDonald, who did what? Came up with the name one red paperclip and thought that's a good name uh, for a blog. <laughs> marketing. <laughs> I mean. Sort of. In, a, in, 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 in an informal way, marketing and advertising is kind of what he did. Oh, was he like one of those people that walks around with a big sign? No. Oh. It has to do with did marketing he, and advertising. Was the website <laughs> um, where people could put like advertise stuff? No. Um, again, it, it's the advertising thing don't go... Uh, that's oh, loose. Yeah. Yes, that's okay. a loose connection of how he did stuff. Oh. Did he do one red paperclip? Hmm. What did he do? I'm trying to link that to Was he a marketing. Spine don't don't think too don't think too far on the marketing thing. No. Uh, Was he uh, a banker? What? It's <laughs> a great description. Do, do, do you guys want me to do this explain? Yes, please. Uh, he he bartered. Starting with a paper thing. Yes, okay, yes, no. Oh, okay, nice. now you guys know now what it I is. Okay, so he barred his way right. for a single red paper clip. So yeah, market and over a series of and years. over a series of fourteen online trades. Um, so let's go for the timeline. July fourteenth, two thousand and five. One red paper clip. <laughs> so he put the paper clip on on, on Craigslist. Doesn't yes. say when. On July fourteenth, two thousand and five, he traded the paper clip uh, for what? A pen. Yes, detail about the pen. Parker pen. No. Byro. No, probably, but no. An exclusive Blue. pen. Fish shaped. Oh. It's a pen shaped like a fish. I've seen them before. But okay. What what colours the ink? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, what did he trade that for? Uh, some a book of some kind. No. Ooh. Was it an electrical device? Uh, not yet. Oh, so oh, he well, does. Yeah. He there's some, there is some electrical devices so, further down the line. What would, okay, I need to think. What would I trade a pen for? I mean, like, what would I, what would I tr- give in order to receive a pen? Another pen, really. But um, I've actually done this before. In as part of paper. NCS, we each got given a pen. Oh, clip. We had to run around town and see what we could get from it, and then we used the stuff later on. Where did you end? Where did you end up with? Uh, um, oh, I can't remember. It was ages ago. We got quite a few. Some nail clippers. No, I wouldn't go on. Uh, hand sculpted doorknob. Uh, I would never have got that. No. <laughs> I think you guys seem to have a really vague knowledge of what this is. Exactly. Yeah. Which is before. perfect. I know what. I think I know what the end product was. 
July 25th, 2005, he traded the doorknob for... Like a... A, a mobile plush, phone. A plush toy. No, no. Uh, an electrical Sam. device. <laughs> a radio. Not quite electrical device, but it is. It's a hand crank radio. MP3 player. <laughs> you, you're getting nothing to do with sound. Oh, well, I'm not an MP3 player then. Uh, okay, here's the thing. What? A clock. A clock. If sound it can be a waste product of energy, what else can be? Can wasted energy be given out? As? A radiator. Heat. You're, yes, you're on right with heat. What makes heat? Hand warmers. No. Ah. Uh, fire. It's a race now. What makes fire? Lighter. Petrol. What uses wood? Car. No, no. It's not a doorknob <laughs> for a car. <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> fire, you're, you're doing well with fire. Wood. What? No. No. Um, fire extinguisher. No, what, fire extinguisher doesn't make fire. What sir. uses fuel to... I said lighter. Yeah, what, uses, what uses fuel to... I said lighter. Not uses, lighter. Uses fuel to... What? What uses fuel to create fire? Not... Oh, uh, a oil burner. A lamp. A stove? Yes, a, ca- oh. a, camp- a camping stove. Oh, camping stove. You yeah. traded a for a doorknob. Door you meant it. With a friend. Oh. So clearly, the, some of this. So there's some like yeah. leeway there. Okay, September 24th, he traded the camping stove for. TV. You're An right. actual stove. <laughs> Computer. You're onto something with, with something with elect- that uses electricity. Mobile phone. Microwave. You're. I'll give you a hint there. Is it, okay, kitchen or... Out, uh, no. no, not kitchen. Um, you were kind of getting there with hand cranked. That's the kind generator. of... Generator. A Honda generator. Wow. What? <laughs> oh, he's getting up in the ranks Okay, now. no, he's doing well here. So what generator uh, for... What happened to the generator before he... This is before he traded it again. What happened to the, the generator? It didn't break, yeah. It didn't break. Exploded. He got it back. What happened to it? Did it explode? No. It got defaced. Someone no. graffitied on it. Oh. Uh... <sighs> Did it run out of? Was it? Did it um, detriment him in his trading it for a bigger? Like, did it? Did the what happened to it make it so that he couldn't trade it for something? No, no, he still got to trade it, but it took a bit longer than it should. I mean, it took him. It took him two attempts to trade it for something. What went wrong the first time? Oh, did mm. um person back out? Did someone steal it? Ooh. No. <laughs> Steel isn't right because what happened was technically legal. Oh, oh. so he gave it away. No, opposite. Someone gave it. Who? 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 Oh, the person confisc- who sold it back. No, it was confiscated. Oh, uh, who by? Uh, fire department. New York, oh, okay. New York City oh. Fire Department. You're not allowed. Oh, you're allowed generator, or maybe it was bad, defective, or something. Um, but you got it back. And what did he trade it for? A, a car. car. That's what I was no, like. No. I feel like was a it a vehicle? No. It was an instant party. What What? What was the instant party? Fog machine? No. Not quite that exciting. Oh. Uh, Bubble DJ machine. DJ studio. Nothing, oh, nothing that exciting. Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> they are not no, a party. Nothing illegal. Instant party. Alcohol. No. Really kind of. of champagne. Uh, I'll give you alcohol. And One of the things was an IOU... Uh, for filling something with the beer of his choice. Filling what? Swimming pool? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, small, smaller. Bath. Smaller. Oh, uh, Large cup. Mug. <laughs> Bigger. Bucket. Bigger. What do you put out? What is, what's the tradition? What's like, the cliche? Fridge. What's the cliche like American? Keg. Oh. Keg. Okay, and the final thing? 
thought well, that each well, had the keg full. The final thing was part of the instant party. It was an empty keg, an IOU for filling the keg with the beer of the bearer's choice, and uh, a pipe to pump the keg in. Not connected to the keg at all. Uh, is it something to do with music? No. Something to do with alcohol? No, it's not a supply of crisps. It's loosely linked alcohol. Coloured plastic straws. Coloured something. Cups. Lights. Lights. Yeah. I'll give you light a neon Budweiser sign. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So I'll give you light. <laughs> That's cool. Okay. He traded. What did he trade the instant party for? A car. <laughs> Close. Motorbike. Mo- tricycle. You're close from Motor- place with motorbike. Motorbike. Moped. Scooter. I will. I will point out that this the, the, the trade was completed in Quebec, in, in which I believe is the sort of the north of Canada. What uh, might you need? Oh, snowmobile. 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 Oh yeah, I was gonna say. I was actually. <laughs> That's so cool. And then, what did he treat trade that for? Motorbike. Not yet. Car. Car. No, nothing oh, like oh, that yet. No, uh, uh, not a vehicle. Not a vehicle. Uh, really expensive computer. No, it, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a physical. This one wasn't a physical object. Bitcoin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this was in two thousand and five. Oh. I was gonna say something online. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is something online then. Think something more like the instant party and um, like second, the IOU. Second thing. life real real estate. <laughs> That'd be cool. Uh, no an um, IOU for um. <laughs> not an IOU. Tickets no. to some t- some oh, tickets, tickets to some band. No. Not some band. A party? Uh, um, event? Like a... A, a trip. A, oh, cool. a two-person oh. trip to... Hawaii. Less. Hotter or colder? South America. <laughs> I don't know, because I don't know... I don't really know where this place is. It's... Oh. America... It, it's in another place in Canada. Oh, I don't know. Ontario? Uh, no. I don't know anywhere in Canada. I just know Canada. Oh, it's Quebec, Ontario. They get more refined. No, Oslo's Norway. Oslo's <laughs> 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 Norway. I don't know Canada, apparently. I thought I did, but. I like Norway. Uh, British Columbia. Okay. Oh. Okay, so he one. traded one of the spots on that trip for. Oh, uh, a, a car. <laughs> Bigger. Van. Truck. truck. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, a box truck. Cool. Oh. That's why. <laughs> then did he trade that? Was this the is final it like No, this is the final. This is. There's still about five trades left. He then oh, traded what? the truck for what? An apartment. Not. Not, not that big. Oh, uh, Again, shed. more of an IOU thing. It's not a physical like a object. storage. Really expensive computer. <laughs> I said it's not a physical object. Oh, right. Sorry, oh so storage? No. Because that's not physical. Uh, it's more I mean, a, we- a really in. a website that makes you money. What would you trade a truck for? Those thing lags is kind of crazy. Okay. Um, more tickets to somewhere. <laughs> You're on the right. Uh, coupons. <laughs> Sorry, vouchers. Crazy voucher. Uh, a recording contract oh. with a studio in Ontario. Was he a musician or not? He just trained no. for a con. No. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, a recording contract with Metalworks. Imagine works. if you just stopped there and used that to produce like, really bad songs. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, That's weird. What did he trade that for? Uh, Again, not technically a vintage. physical thing. Well, if it were gonna... Oh, never mind. So if it's not technically... I was gonna go along the lines of music and go like vintage guitar. A day out with like a band. Not yet. Oh, oh wow. That was so, accurate, apparently. Uh, <laughs> recording contract for... Is it something musical? No, but probably sort of equivalent value. Right. Business. Meeting some celebrity. Um, not, not like not, not, nothing like that. Um, another holiday. Business. No. Something um, to do with owning a business, possibly. No, uh, owning or 
possessing Sh- something. Sh- stocks. Shares. You're close with something linked to money. Uh, uh, so it's not shares. Not <laughs> shares. Investment. Not Bitcoin. Not, not in, but money. Um, a year's rent. For wherever. Or for the Presumably, yes. So that's um, just money, really. We're treading back to this one because you said a day out with a ban. You're not quite right, but it was. Bill Gates. An afternoon with someone. The Queen. Bill it Gates. wasn't a whole. What I'll say is it wasn't a whole band. Oh. oh just uh, a single singer. A single singer. Do you want to have. Anthony Kiedis. Uh, right, no. Okay, okay, give me a genre of band. Is it like. Metal. Like heavy rock. Okay, I should get this. Big, big famous heavy rock It's not with that much. You should be able to guess with a few tries. Trent Reznor. No. Very, very famous. Like not. Corey Taylor. Older. Oh, oh, older music. Dio. No. Oh, bollocks. I'm trying to guess now. Um, what's the Metallica dude? No. No. <laughs> You're thinking along the right lines with Metallica, but wrong band. So it's not Metallica, it's not Nine Inch Nails. Is it Disturbed? No. Is it. Why am I struggling <laughs> to think? This Keep is saying bands and you'll get it eventually. Keep saying fam- famous like rock bands. 90s, early 2000s. Probably older. But very, very uh, famous. I don't have a clue. Like one of the bigger, one of the big, very much one of the bigger sort of classic. Oh, I don't know why my mind's blanking. This is absolute. Uh, Van Halen. No, again, again, you're along the right lines. Pink Floyd. And you'll get, you'll get it eventually. (laughs) (laughs) You will get it eventually. Papa Roach. No. (laughs) Am I going in the wrong direction? I don't really know. I'm trying to go through my old Spotify playlist. That's why. No. Single word. Who will make up? Oh, kiss. Yeah. Yeah, kiss. Uh, so it oh, was yeah, an afternoon with uh, the bassist. I can't remember the names, but it seemed like him. Or the lead singer. I'm just gonna name. <laughs> Alice, Alice Cooper. Oh. Okay. An afternoon with Alice Cooper. And then you trade so not kiss for not kiss. Is this, is this the final one? That's cool. And uh, no, there's still a couple more. This is a crazy one. This is way objectively way lower, but also it's still linked to kiss. Oh, what? A gig. No. Sm- smaller. One of the instruments used. Smaller. Oh. Uh, uh, signed. Kiss branded something makeup. Signed. Kiss branded Kiss face branded paint. something. Clothes. No, but you're on the right, right line with merch. Well. One of those sound. A sound. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. A snow globe. Okay. Motorized oh. snow globe. Why? Oh, it okay. must be vintage. So rare. Then he rare. traded that for. Because you, you've gone from yep. snowmobile... <laughs> the snowmobile to, to Alice Cooper to a snow globe. <laughs> you could have, gone, you could have gone from pen to kiss snow globe. Is it like really expensive, the next one? Uh, yeah. This Again, this is less of a physical thing. This is more of a another contract An type apartment. thing. No. Yeah. Uh... He used to... No. No. Um, more, again, more, ab- more abstract than like a keys <clears throat> to something. It's... It, Think along the same lines as the recording contract. Oh, um, so like the rights to an account for something, land, property, no. like property owning. Think similar industries to okay, the recording um, contract. Oh, um, was it like uh, IOU some time on like a radio? Is it like a record deal? Not quite. Sam was probably slightly closer. Rec- owning a was record it like company. Something to get on TV. Potentially on TV. 
owning a record company? No. Part of like, uh, join someone on TV or radio or something. Oh, a role in a film. Wow. A, a small role in the film Donna on Demand, which, for the record, <laughs> didn't do too well. I'm assuming. Uh, let's see if I can. Let's see if I can. See if I. It, it doesn't even talk about reception. Wow. So yeah, it was that bad. Presumably. Or, but unheard. But the guy. Wow. To be fair, the guy that he had traded it to has has got some other big roles. Mm. Done on LA Law. Okay, so what did he trade that for? How many more things have we got till the final? This, thing? this is the last one. So what? Did he trade it for a house? He traded it yeah. for a two-story farmhouse. Oh, I knew that was the last one. Like, rent, like renting or... Oh, I think. Wow. I think. Yeah, because I remember hearing that, that and that's what they, they told us at Yes, some guy traded a, a red paper clip for a house. <laughs> and that, that that's crazy. Imagine if you did that... Just I don't even know who won here's, that. Here's the, fi- the final thing. The final thing I want to ask. Um, his site received a considerable... Uh, he did it on the website. Uh, he's saying, A lot of people have been asking how I've stirred up so much publicity around the product and my simple answer is he traded for it <laughs> <laughs> that would be perfect he it's... dropped a bottle on the floor <laughs> no. uh, it... he uh, all the people he traded with told everyone about it no, no. Oh, this is what? so how he got this so... how much he got so how he wrote he, a book his exact his why he in his opinion he does not know <laughs> oh right. his exact his exact quote was a lot of people have been asking how I've stirred up so much publicity around the product. My simple answer is, I have no idea. <laughs> Fair enough. All oh, right. That's crazy. That was a good one. I wonder how many paper clips are on Craigslist now. Probably a lot. Yeah, I feel like uh, if you wanted to do that, you can't anymore because... You could probably get quite far just walking around doing it in town. I mean, I did. So... What did you do? We had a... We started with a paper clip, exchanged it for a load of stuff and... What did you end up with? I can't... It was like... I think we ended up with a make. One of them was a, we ended up with a few things. One was a makeup kit. Right. I can't remember. I swear there was something else. See, the key. If you want to end up with more than one thing, the key or something a good idea is to trade it for multiple items, like a set. Of, well, I think one of the things we had was a set of um, fake red roses. I think from Bills or something. One of the things. Mm. And then we separated out the flowers and gave them away in like small groups, so we got more than one thing. Yeah. And then eventually, you can either keep going on off, off of free separate that would be a cool that would be a cool video you know how like when Tom Scott went into London to try and see how many like news oh things. breaking the news well, we could like that would be a cool thing is like we get like three camera people and we get us and we go into se- different see, like towns thing. yeah yeah right, should we move on to the main focus of right, the episode hang on hang on because last episode we said that Sam was going to tell us about the story about how he almost joined a cult so I did not join a yes, cult yes we're going to start off because this is like to Okay, I was, I've what been Red intrigued, Paper Clip was talked about on a website. Sam found another website. Is that your segue? That yes. is my segue, that's what I'm wrong. How many uh, segue stars do you give that segue? Like, that was at least a five. Yeah, is this that, that was, was that like ten? six. That, I like six. That was not the best segue. Really. I've done better. <laughs> <laughs> I've done better. So, what you mean by Sam joined a cult was uh, a few years ago, Sam heard from the TV show Friends... Oh, I didn't realise this is where the story started. That That's even worse. That apparently you can uh, become a minister online on certain websites. So I oh. looked it up and apparently I'm ordained by University Life Church. Go check it out. And if the university and if University Life Church doesn't sound like a cult or at best a sect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in America, you can... It, 
anyone in, can be licensed to perform marriages. In a certain amount yeah. of states, I can. In certain states, I can marry people and do other things. It doesn't make you an ordained minister. <laughs> no, well, not in England. I wonder like, how, how easy is it to start a cult. I mean, I mean, I'm not going to give it a go. Right? But yeah, all then, you need is a leaflet and, and a website, really. And, and, a, and maybe, a photocopier. Maybe you can make a book if you yeah. want. Yeah, you need a book, a charismatic leader. I mean, like, we could we could write no, a book need, just You don't actually need a charismatic leader. Stuff. You yeah, just yeah. Need, yeah. You could have rumours of a charismatic leader. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. <laughs> you make, you make, we, all, we all follow the, the rare horned otter. <laughs> the unicorn otter. Because what, what we could do is just through. like write a book, the three of us, of really like random stupid belief systems. Come with uh, come up with a pseudonym for the three of us, and then release the book into the and then see I'm like a horrible feeling. fifty years into the future if someone picks that up and we have like a small following because that could happen. Are we <laughs> sorry? Are we burying a fake holy book in a time capsule now? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, six hundred years in the six hundred like seven thousand or maybe like two thousand years in the future. This is we, we have found this book from an unknown religion that must have been ancient. We must now decipher oh. it and try and figure out what it means. Okay, so we can screw with time. We can screw with the two. We, we, we can screw with the year four thousand equivalent version of time. I mean, and then, and then again, you could also just make like a fake newspaper and put that in a time capsule as well about loads of yeah, weird random right. stuff happening. Isn't that place. basically just Breitbart? Oh, really? Anyway, we need to talk about technology. Yes, that's technology. Websites and technology. We're talking about technology. Well, the funny that's, no, that thing, was the three. The reason my phone went off recently <laughs> was because I I did something funny that was meant to kind of happen during the uh, podcast. Was I I scheduled a message to send to myself saying automated laziness, which is a term <sighs> I came up with. Thing. I came up with this term for called automated laziness right. for when humans automate small tasks that are really easy to do. And okay, it's purely because they're lazy. Yeah. Like sending messages to people. Well, that's because I'm forgetful. Forgetful mm. is different to lazy. But because they can't be bothered to get up and get a beer, so they build a robot to get them a beer. Right. Even though it's more effort to build a robot. They're <laughs> yeah, that true. lazy. I mean, that's what that's what humans do. I mean, I know it's, this isn't strictly to do with technology, but it's just to display how lazy humans are. They will spend 10 minutes looking for a car parking space that's near to the door of, like, say, a supermarket. <laughs> When there are loads of car parking spaces, just a short walk away. Yeah, but a short walk away with bags is not... As someone who has to do their own shopping, I could... Oh no! Some I can appreciate. Some if only there was there like to some get sort one of thing, or not even to buy anything, just to have a look and if only there pick was... up someone or something like that. If only there would... was like some sort of like almost vehicle that you could push around, and there's like a basket in front. That would be good. Like what? some sort of cart for shopping. Oh, they had like wheels on. Yeah. That you, like made of metal that you could put. We like so you could put your bags in, so you don't have to be carry fair, them all. To be fair, we did find a trolley. When we were filming, that's a good idea. When I was filming one of my projects at university. Uh, we were just walking from one location to another. We did a uh, like, bit of filming in a park, and then we were doing the main filming at a house. And on the walk, we found it on like a grassy bank, a, a Tesco trolley. <laughs> so we filmed some shots in it. Fair. I've always Can't wanted to made a shopping tro- trolley. I've always film, wanted though. to steal a shopping trolley and turn it into a, like a. Go-kart. So uh, if you if you attach your camera to the end of the trolley and move it around, would that technically be called a trolley shot? It's a dolly shot. It's a it's a bad pun. It's a it's a very good pun actually. I'm not going to call that a bad pun. Thank you, Sam. Technology. Technology is. Huh. Uh, let's go around and say our opinions on uh, the actually, changes no. and increases in technology no, over the time. Let's do it all at once. Three, two, 
One. It's good. Well, good. I think, think that's really was, was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Adam was going to talk yeah. at length as well, but he didn't. <laughs> so let's go around and say our our opinions on the advancement and changes in technology over the recent. What do you, What do you mean by that, though? Like how technology has changed and grown and stuff, and all the things that have happened to technology over it's, the past well, like, th- ten years. Again, this, this is. I think as as we're recording this, the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. I want to say is going on in, in Las Vegas. Oh. <laughs> and there's been some, and there's been some really cool stuff. I know there's one company who called Synaptics, who have show or who are showing off a phone with a inbuilt display fingerprint scanner. Ooh. So unlike what you have with most phones, where you'll have a fingerprint scanner in a home button or on the back, it's at the bottom of the screen. Oh wow! And that's incredible. Yeah, we okay. have. What about if they made it the entire screen so you could put your thumb anywhere? No, well, they haven't done that yet. They could. They, they could. Essentially how... It would just be a membrane. Well, at least, essentially how this one works is it, it, it is a scanner that's at the bottom of the screen that is positioned in a way so it can see through the gaps between the sub-pixels. Right. And then, and then is self-illuminated by the screen itself so it can see the fingerprint and, okay. and read off that. Um, so that's why it's quite in a specific space because that's that's how it works. There probably are there are other ways to do it. I know Qualcomm are working on it, one that uses infrared okay. technology. Um, don't know how well it works because that isn't finished yet. But it's cool. I think some of the advances in technology are cool and useful and things like self-driving cars. Mm. It could be if if they obviously they're extremely dangerous. If they got them to work, that'd be really cool. But to be fair, right, most of the accidents that self-driving cars are getting into don't have a whole lot to do with the self-driving cars. The, the problem with self-driving cars is if you change like half of the cars that are out in the world to self-driving cars, then it's not going to decrease the decrease the accidents because they're still human error. But if you like just overnight, which, which is practically impossible changed every single car for a self-driving car and linked them all up to some supercomputer so that they would all accelerate at the same time from a red light so they would all stop at the same time so you didn't even really need traffic lights or anything then it would work really well and you would actually get less traffic because I saw this video a while ago about how um, when a uh, a traffic light changes the first person accelerates and the one behind and the one behind etc etc but if they were all to accelerate at the same time at the same speed more people get through before the traffic light changed right. and um, that's uh, what's if you had every single self-drive every single car was a self-driving car hooked up to one hub then it would work well and it would work properly because they would you wouldn't even need traffic lights and you wouldn't, might not even need them to stop apart from pedestrians because they could just drive at certain speeds and things so that they kind of do as you see in some films or programs where they kind of all overlap and like go past and fit through gaps and stuff mm. obviously there's um a little bit of error depending on the weight of what's inside the car which changes the speed blah 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 physics and science but still if every single car was a self-driving car hooked up to a giant hub that they could all talk to then there would be practic- there would be no accidents caused by the cars it would just be pedestrians or mm. cyclists that's a thought actually if we're, if we're sticking on transport technology for a while if that was how it worked would there be any need to own a car? Would cars just be work like buses? Would that just be part of public transport? Uh, you see, yeah, there could be like a grid private of, ownership of vehicles. They're probably irrelevant. I think probably a grid loads of, trams, of people that are maybe. listening at the moment are yeah, screaming at us. You could never do that because of 
the government couldn't afford it, blah blah blah. Just to put, just um, as a little um, point, a little pinch of salt here, that um, all the things we're going to be talking about, all these theories are, regardless of how the cost and stuff... Are entirely hypothetical. Yeah, because I remember my mum and I were talking about, I can't remember what it was, talking about, oh no, I was talking to my dad about space travel and stuff, and everything I said, he would say, no, that would never work, because it'd be way too expensive, and all this stuff, and... He finds it. He finds it really hard to. He finds it really hard to. Hypothize. Hypotheorize. Hypothize is that? Hypothesize. Yeah, that's one. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) He finds it really hard to hypothesize about about things. um, Because he's like, oh no, that would cost the government too much money. He can do it sometimes, but yeah. So all the stuff we're talking about, just as a disclaimer is regardless yeah. of cost. I reckon if you changed all the cars for self-driving cars and the government paid for each of the cars, then whether you would own the car or... I mean, you, I guess you wouldn't need a car, but oh, maybe that's how it works. Maybe you'd have some sort of uh, app or something like Uber and you press it and then oh, it would say closest car to you is five minutes away and then it would... Yeah. And you'd specify I need one with so many passengers and you'd say the closest one is so-and-so and then it'd turn up and then you get in and you set the destination. I like probably that. Probably beforehand. I like so that as a system. But the issue is, I mean, yes, money's an issue, but we're ignoring that. The other issue is the uh, changeover. You couldn't do it bit by bit. You couldn't change. That's true. Once uh, one set of cars and another bit and another bit and another bit, because be, you'd have to change every it single car. It would work as a stand. As a um, it would work as a staggered rollout. It's like um, yeah, yeah. it's like uh, the. Tills the um, automated tills. They can integrate them slowly. They could, have, if they wanted to, changed all of them at once. Customers wouldn't have been happy. But with them, it's okay. I, but... I feel like it wouldn't work necessarily because there's no human interaction with a, with a Uber, like using... with, no, with public transport. It's because it's public that people disrespect it because it doesn't. It's not owned by anyone but the government. So people could leave their litter in the car. Yeah. They could leave that something is the, absolutely that is disgusting the in that car. And then who's going to clean up? You would it's... have to have... So that maybe it would be better if people bought their own um, automated car, wherever it be from one company or the other, and it was already, why... and it synced to the hub that... That's why Google instead of just like if you wanted to go somewhere instead of just you with a car because you can do whatever you want in there like maybe trams like a grid of trams or something yeah but then again you still have to they'd have to stop for people to clean them out whereas if no 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 there could be like someone there like if you authority that's just paid to sit there yeah like if um, all the cars on the market were different makes and different styles and stuff but they were all hooked up to the hub and could not be un- unlinked and if you unlinked them by hacking or something the car would just shut down mm-hmm. that, they would have to build that into it somehow then um, that would fix the problem you wouldn't have to have any cleaners or anything because it would just be like today you clean your own car you get it fixed yourself if you had an accident but there right. wouldn't be many accidents and um, stuff like that and you customise it yourself but you still you would, um, wouldn't have to drive it because it's a driverless car like um the Teslas that uh, drives themselves, they're not um, owned by... The, the company don't give them to you and say, here's a car for you. You have mm. to buy it, and they don't clean it for you and stuff. You have to pay for it. So that's what I think it would be. Right. But yeah, again, the switchover is, um, would have to be all at once, which is pretty close to impossible. To be honest, if we're talking about the future, could there just be a button that says vaporise all the rubbish? Yeah, I guess yeah, probably. Just lazy and like, that's another that's another section of technology that not many people consider. Everyone's talking about automated homes, uh, driverless cars. Stuff so like I'm, that. Lo- I'm looking forward to. I'm so looking forward to the point where we can have a conversation with our living room. 
Mm. Though the it's only issue, one of the biggest issues, I mean, there's not, there's a few. Robots aren't them, going to take over the no, world. No, no, that's not, that's not the issue I'm talking about. One of the biggest issues with automated homes and having your, all your light switches and your door locks and stuff connected to a big hub is hackers. Yeah. If someone could sit outside your house or just down the road and break in and hack their way into your light bulb and then get all your um, like pin numbers and stuff because it's connected to your computer, that's the only issue. Hack into your light bulb. The security like thing is, as I said, that technology improves the security. I, I, I do understand that as an argument, but the problem is, well, not the problem is, the problem with, with that as a point is security will improve as well. True. Yeah, but then you have to cons- you have to also think like a firewall. If there are people that are smart enough to come up with extremely smart firewalls, then there are people smart enough to come up with ways to break through the firewalls. Wait, it's a cons- it's a constant balance. It's like um, uh, in the body, right? There's a a battle that's always going on between uh, viruses and stuff and your white blood cells. It's called the Red Queen hypothesis. Long story, won't explain it. But basically, as bacteria evolve, your immune system evolves to be able to fight it and the bacteria evolves another cunning little way and then your body catches up and it's a constant fight of them doing one thing you overcoming it and that's yeah. what it would be for um, all the fancy security for the new tech whether it's automated homes self-driving cars or what is um, people come up with really new inventive firewalls and then out on the black yeah. web or dark web or something someone will come up with a way to break through it and then they'll have to come up with a new way to cover up that and that's already happening at the moment yeah. with Google and Samsung it's, all, it's been going on forever but and it still will. Do what they could probably the company that run the like self driving cars or you know, do all this security stuff. That that's could also do the could thing. do like a they could do a what was that film with Leonardo DiCaprio in that can't come catch me or something. No, you can't no, catch me if you can. Nice. Catch me if you can. No. With the one way for counterfeits checks. Yeah. That you could hire the hackers to try and like say, oh, I'll pay you money if you you're on our side. I think they actually happens. That. They, you, get, you they, ha- they get coders and, and they pay them to see if they can hack into yeah. the system. Like they no, do, no, I mean like, like game testers. To say like, oh, you know how the system works. You know how to break into it. So why don't you code the firewall for us? Yeah. So that no yeah. one can. Yeah, I think that's... So, as I was saying... And we'll give you money for it. <laughs> once, when people talk about technology in the future, they talk about self-driving cars, automated homes, yeah. extremely fast and computers, advanced AI, stuff like that. But some of the things they don't consider, they also talk about space travel. We'll get onto that in a bit. One thing they don't consider I'm sure will, yeah. is the um, other side of technology. Not, I'm not talking... When I say like kind of environmental technology, mm. like not... Um, just things that like clean up the air because people talk about air scrubbers quite often and um, like things that sweep the ocean for rubbish but also ways of disposing of rubbish people um, don't normally talk about that that often because obviously you can't burning it's very um, bad mm. for the environment and stuff but um, that is a- there is actually quite a lot of research going on currently into better ways of getting rid of rubbish whether it's because I mean the easiest way, the easiest answer is to move it from one place to another, like move it some some barren planet, and yeah. drop it all off, and then um, the sun, yeah, fly into the sun. I think Death that's actually um, been considered for like uh, rubbish like and also like um, the world's most powerful catapult. Well, no, if they if they manage to <laughs> into the sun, uh, it's, it's called a rocket. Oh no, yeah. no, because then you're wasting so much money on a rocket just uh, to if fly no, into the sun. Again, I mean, if money is no object. No, but then no, loading up a rocket about with nuclear waste and rubbish and flying it to the sun would be the perfect answer. I know, but you've got to think about like logic. Logically, money, if money is a job object, which unfortunately I'm is, just saying, like that's not an option. Hyper, like 
it'll be a bit more like to have like a cannon or something so you, all you have to expect, spend the money on is the explosives that are powerful yeah. enough but then again that's also making the thing is actually probably as expensive as making it. yeah but then Not you don't as... have to you don't have to spend money that no. much money making a rocket every be... single time you want to but get then again you do waste. have to spend money cleaning the thing getting it ready to shoot again which probably wouldn't be as expensive as a rocket. Just a pressure washer. That's what you need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you would need a very powerful cannon to get to launch a huge chunk of rubbish yeah. out of the atmosphere. And I mean, get of course, it to the, the problem sun. is getting it out. Is get, getting it out of the atmosphere. Once it's out of the Earth's core, yeah, you can just let it drift. Yeah, and then just hope that it doesn't land on like. Um, Mercury or something. <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what? Just like, okay. There we go. We'll just use the rocket thing, fly it up, get it in orbit, and then just like as it lines up with the sun, just get like a team of astronauts just like lob <laughs> yeah. the lob the rubbish the towards I, the just sun. Just set up the ISS and experiment. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. I mean that is, that is like if you could visual gags again. Sorry. I was pretending to throw rubbish. Yeah. If if um making uh, an, an entire planet polluted was um, not an issue, mm. then we could just get reusable spacecrafts to fly, not to Mars because we want to live on Mars one day uh, Elon Musk does anyway but, um, <laughs> Just him <laughs> Elon Musk on his own like, he steps out I said I could do it! He said he, he steps outside his front door, my kingdom <laughs> <laughs> Until someone else shows up yeah. like Bill Gates or something Yeah, I, I feel like the Outer Space Treaty will be valid for exactly as how long as it actually takes someone to get to Mars. Yeah. And get the tech. You know you get... can buy plots on the moon as well, right? Yeah, but you can't. <coughs> you can, but you don't actually You can buy a it. piece called, of paper it's called, saying it's called you a scam. own this bit of the moon. It's, it's like, it's like it's those stars. Scam, you now so. own this star. No. And, and so do 500 other people. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if you if um, littering on a planet was uh, an option, then all you would have to do is... Um, Build a warp core, build a reusable spaceship with a warp core on it, find a decent sized planet, possibly one that disintegrates the rubbish might be even might be more useful. And then the just constantly acid. fly, drop a load of nuclear waste and rubbish on them and fly back and then you can mm. use nuclear energy. Well that's one, one with, of the issues one with, of nuclear one energy. One with solved. creatures that eat like eat anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is we basically have spaceships crewed with humans and a goat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we just and we just like yeah fly drop all the rubbish off on the planet fly back and then we could Lord, use Lord nuclear the, Lord, Lord, we, the we Leviathan that's living in one of the oceans with the goat <laughs> and then just like as, as it comes up to try and eat the goat just like lump, lump all the trash in its it's mouth <laughs> <laughs> Leviathan oh, being a sea yeah, creature people would kick off about that though Vegans would get annoyed at it. Some like Leviathan creature. Oh no! <laughs> Giant kraken. Oh, well, no. that's the cool thing I found out. This is kind of technology. Hello. <laughs> sea technology. Yeah. Um, what they've done recently is they got a oh, uh, derelict World War Two boat, built a giant steel kraken on the back of it, and have sunk it off the coast of the British Virgin Islands to make. To use it as a um, growing bed for a new for a coral ecosystem. That's so cool. <laughs> it looks amazing as well. Oh. Like it, it, it's a massive, like transparent steel octopus. That's so That's cool. Like, like bigger than a boat. That's amazing. So yeah, so we've covered automated homes, self-driving cars, vegans being angry at some um, otherworldly environmental technology. Um, what about 
Although, uh, I mean, AIs. I mean, this is very similar. All we need now, all we need now is another Skynet reference. I'm thinking what bingo. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we should do that. Yeah, well, we AIs. We should talk about a bit about AIs because they are something that's been right. that's not AIs. Two episodes running. <laughs> yeah. Less, less, less. I'm looking forward to it. I've got, I've got a, an Amazon Echo device downstairs. If it's, it's regulated, I think. Yeah, because obviously there's always the constant moral panic of, oh, oh no, they're going to take over the world. But they I mean, won't. I feel like, because people are going to say if, to shut them down because they're like learning and things, that's unethical. If they're going to think that, call me, I'll be the well, one to flick the switch the, because I don't those, believe um, that. There's the free questions to see whether, oh no, that's to test, I think the free questions is to test if someone's a robot or not. Is, have you ever harmed a human? Have you ever let someone harm a human? And what was the last? What's the last one? You're think you're think you're thinking of Asimov. Yeah. Asimov laws, yeah. laws of robotics. Yeah. What's the last one? Uh, it's a a. Uh, I believe it is. Have uh, you ever harmed a human? Have you ever let harm come? Well, to it's not human, a test. It's a set of rules. It's a set of rules that that um, a robot has to follow according to Isaac Asimov. A, a sci-fi um, author. Yeah. <laughs> and though, let's have a quick question. Brilliant sci-fi How, author at that, but. Yeah, um, it, yeah. A, ro- a robot may not injure a human being or through an action allow a human being to come to harm. Uh, a robot must obey orders given to it by human beings except where such orders conflict with the first law and a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection doesn't co- conflict with the first or second laws. Yeah. Which actually is a practical... Mm. Yeah. It's a practical, it's genuine, he's clearly thought that through. Again, I mean, as you said, incredible... Yeah. If you programmed an extremely advanced AI that was smarter than the what, smartest yeah. human, and pro- in in its programming put those free laws, what are the what do you think the chances are that it would find some loophole in oh, really? in order to avoid those laws and then wipe out humanity? Like honestly, I don't think it would. Because could it? Pretty yeah, hypothetically, what loophole is there? Don't harm humans. What loophole is there to that? Rule? I don't know. <laughs> you see, that's the. That's the thing. Depending on how advanced the AI is, will depend on how accurately it follows the rules. Because in um, Space Odyssey, two thousand one, Hal, um, the computer Hal nine thousand AI, mm. the reason it malfunctions, well, they say the reason it malfunctions and kills all the humans is because um, it had a conflicting argument. There were like two things um, that it couldn't, and it couldn't decide which one to follow. I can't remember what they were. There was like, I can't remember. Something to do with keeping a secret about the obelisk and stuff but anyway he um Hal had like two options they couldn't decide between them and I'm pretty sure what the, the guy that made Hal said was that he panicked the robot panicked and couldn't decide what to do so it did what it thought best was right to, and killed tried to kill off everyone though bearing in mind how old that book is true no, is it older than Asimov if you program Asimov's an advanced enough down. if you program an advanced enough robot mm. and put um, the free rules into it to say do not break any of these rules and you put it all over the code if it got a conflict argument unless you coded for it to shut itself maybe down the when fourth, it got a conflict yeah I was going to say maybe the fourth rule is shut down if there's a conflicting argument yeah but then how often would it shut down you'd have to no, reboot okay, it okay to be fair 2001 is um, Runaways which is the the um, anthology that Asimov set out the law the three laws in does predate 2001 A Space Odyssey okay um, that uh, runner that's the thing, is Space Odyssey was two different authors, two different universes. I don't think Asimov wrote those rules to be no. He just he to be like law. He just wrote them so that so yeah, everyone, he had rules to write the AI. Yeah, by. 
everyone panics that um, if you build an advanced AI, it will realize that humanity is the issue and then kill off everyone. Oh, yeah. Now, the, people that the, the funny thing, the funny thing here is that when he, when humans say that, they're actually admitting the fact that humans are the problem, and they know. Yeah. No, uh, there, there <laughs> definitely are people that believe that. And, um, <laughs> that is the case. But we're not talking, we're talking about technology. Hmm. But um, so if you programmed a robot. I, I reckon that no matter how hard you try, even I with the free rules and stuff, it, it could still there would still be some way, not a malfunction, but some logical um, loophole that allowed the robot to kill off all of humanity should something go wrong, like there'd be a conflict, conflict or an argument like in how or something, somehow that it would break the rules. And you might not realise you code, you might not even be something you've coded. It might, like if you build a smart enough robot that codes itself then it might code something a uh, way to get even, around the it rules. It could even remove the rules entirely, if, if, that, oh, if that's the case. Depends. I mean, that's what happens in... Um, uh, I can't remember. There are some sci-fi films where the robots code themselves and learn stuff, and then that's what leads them to... Right. Like in um, Avengers Age of Ultron... I knew that Avengers yeah, <laughs> they set up um, the They set up Ultron to protect the world and it, he, he would just did the straightforward thing that most robots do and thought I need to kill all the humans and restart the planet I'm just not I'm not convinced just like, kind of like Skynet did that I'm not convinced that doesn't that wouldn't quite simply not happen because I mean really, as, as far as an actual AI is concerned I don't protecting the planet I mean like if you you'd have up, to get rid of animals as well because cows like one of the biggest pollution things are yeah. cows farting in a field so would they That's have, they'd the have best to... thing I've heard anyone say all day. <laughs> it is, yeah. It is, but it's so sort of, they'd, they'd have to like wipe out life on the planet. Well, as far as a computer's concerned, if it if it wiped out all life and then built robotic machinery that didn't produce um, dangerous then emissions, then also, surely it would fix all the problems. Couldn't you code like <laughs> loyalty? So like, say we coded you. Be respectful yeah. of that. But the thing is, if you what be do you think? If you, built, if you built an extremely advanced um, AI like um, Ultra Skynet, and you um, gave it all the tools it needed to make more robots and produce robots of its own kind, and you programmed the free rules into it and told it not to harm humanity, and then said to it, I want you to figure out how to fix all the world's problems. I, I reckon event that would lead to a conflicting argument, because it would go, fix all the world's problems, how do I do that? Wiping out all life and starting again is the easiest. And then it'll go, I can't kill, I can't kill humans. It'll be like, but, no, I, can't, but it can't, I can't. Well, if you've just got like a computer screen, well, how is that going to wipe out humanity? No, like, like in, in, the in practical in, aspect of it. In Skynet, um, because it doesn't, it doesn't, it can't just like build a, like a Gatling gun on the side. No, that's what happens, that's exactly what happens in Skynet and in Age of Ultron. They, um, yeah, but there's a film. Well, damn it, you told my joke I was going to be like whispering into his ears. Oh. <laughs> there's a film. Fine, you got no, it. but I mean, sorry. <laughs> If, if someone... I mean, you've seen... There are already uh, computers out there that build other computers. Right, If yeah. one of them was an artificial intelligence and you said, I want you to build a computer that fixes this problem and it does loads of programming, scans the entire internet, figures out something and builds a computer to do this. And you say, I want you to build me a gun that's really good at destroying tanks and it builds the best gun for tanks and stuff. And then you said, okay, now that you know how to build stuff, I want you to build... Um, Mix stuff. the two together. I want you to build something to save the world and rid of all these problems. You gave it a list of problems like the environment and a mega war nuclear time bomb. And 
I mean, maybe, maybe. Isn't that just Donald Trump? Oh, yeah. Maybe we're all just. Maybe we're all just too um, self-obsessed. Maybe there is another way to fix. Bingo. Yeah. Maybe there's another way to fix the world without destroying all life. Maybe a computer will actually go. Actually, no, I don't need to destroy all life and break my rules. Creates I can a, actually just. It creates like an uh, an atomized spray that just like pieces out brains. It just the robot just or like Are you basically instead of killing all a life, robot that just mind spreads like love. I was gonna Pheromones. say weed, but oh, right. <laughs> Well no, how about like the robot just enslaves just everyone with mind. Like the control. Matrix. Yeah. The robot just So the problems everyone. aren't in the world, they're in a simulation. Maybe that's already happened and we're Is, in a can we can we talk about the simulation argument? Is that yeah. technology, Adam? I think should it we move on to that? Yeah. Or wait, or, 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 I think it's a bit or should we talk about yeah. or should we talk about space travel first? Space travel is more interesting. I, I guess that's I'm, technology. I'm just gonna go for the uh, just quick, quickly the uh, simulation argument. It's stupid. Yeah, we're not. End of story. We won't go there. There's some some guy behind Although the computer. Want, like, yeah. It doesn't necessarily matter if we do, if we even are. It no. doesn't matter. In the uh, space the science, psycho- science, philosophy, and psychology. Po- science, philosophy, and psychology. Science, psychology. That the one that you guys are doing without me. The one the podcast that Taylor and I are doing. This is his idea. That we've been wanting to do for years. I'm going to do a podcast by myself. <laughs> I'm in three. Yeah. One with less and less. We probably we probably talk about the simulation argument eventually. Probably. But yeah. Space was great. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens because the, the thing that excites me is one really basic fact that in theory the warp drive laid out by Gene Roddenberry in Star Trek is scientifically feasible. Yeah. The science, as far as we're aware, holds up. The only issue we've got is co- at, the, at this point in time is collecting and storing antimatter. Mm. Oh, using antimatter to pull the rest of the universe around you. How a warp drive works is it collides matter and antimatter to create a bubble of warped space around a ship, which is then able to move inside which time moves at a different speed to the rest oh. of the universe. That's 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 how that's how it works. What do you I'm think would be more feasible, warp drive or teleportation, or quantum entanglement, or wormholes? Well, we know wormholes exist. All, all methods of transport, warp drive. Um, sure. I mean, yeah, because I mean, you to, uh, you need like I think, I think it's around three hundred eighty-six or some some number that involves a three, eight, and a six. I think you would need that equivalent amount of. Mass uh, of that amount times the Earth uh, worth of mass. So you need three hundred eighty-six Earths worth of mass That's to keep anyway. to keep open a meter uh, wormhole with a diameter of one meter. Wow. Because wormholes are trying to pull themselves inwards, and you need loads of mass to keep them open. That's how a black hole works as well. But wormholes are slightly different, I think. Mm. There's no spaghettification here in these wormholes because a wormhole is like. A point that connects two spaces in yeah. time, blah, blah blah. But if humans can figure out a way to produce wormholes and target them to another area and keep them open, then that would be a feasible way of mm. transport through space. Yeah, and it would be faster than a warp drive, probably. Yeah, well, because it's instant. Well, we don't know, obviously. Mm. But then again, there's um, also apparently uh, time travel is feasible. So that's, I guess, although it's not really a method. You see, 
if you had time travel, and um, if you had like a method of transport, or like quite that's quite fast, right? What you could do is you could travel to uh, travel from like our solar system to another solar system with some really powerful thrusters, go into hypersleep, and then eventually you get there. Then what you could do is travel back in time to the current spot before you just after you left. Yeah. Wait, wait, no, <laughs> I, I did this wrong. You travel from our solar system to another solar system. Yeah. Whilst being in hypersleep, then before you actually leave, you wouldn't have to travel. You just uh, t- time travel to when you arrived there, if you get what I mean. And you wouldn't actually have to fly there in the first in the first place because you'd already be there in the future. But if you're in hypersleep, how are you going to time travel? Yeah. What? That's confused me, dude. I can't. I can't keep up with you. You leave. Two. You get in a rocket and you leave Earth. Yeah. And you only, you do that once, but then you actually don't. You actually don't do that. But before you leave Earth, you you time travel to yourself in the future where you are. You like warp time, and you go to where you are. I can't keep up with you, Sam. <laughs> That's not worry. I think you're making Never no mind. sense. Never <laughs> I, I can grasp the vague idea, but like, no, it's not time it. traveling. It's fast forwarding time. More, you replace you no, skip to where you are in the future. Yeah, but you'd you'd just be sitting where you are, fast forwarding time. <laughs> it's, it's don't worry. Because it's if like you're, you you decide to fast forward time, you're not going to then move to the ship, and then oh, I don't know. Anyway, so there are many feasible ways for. Fast interdimensional, not interdimensional, that's something completely different. Fast methods of transport through space. What other interesting things interest you to do with space? Oh, space. Uh, what to do with technology, obviously. Do you think they'll ever set up, like, colonies on the moon? Why yes. Not? Oh, I mean, well, obviously, if money's no object. There are two issues, as far as I'm aware, which is, well, the two things that humans need to live. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. We need water and we need air. Air, <laughs> I think, Both is of which feasible. And gravity. No, I think you, you can live... You, there's probably enough... I don't know if there's enough gravity there's, to live on I the moon. I think gravity is a sixth of... I think relative gravity on the moon is, is a sixth. Yeah, but is that enough for you to survive? It's enough for you to survive. It's no, just enough for you to jump about five metres in the air. Because birds can't survive in, in zero gravity because they require gravity to pull the food, food through their down their throat and stuff certain birds I don't think we do don't no, no, that's we okay we'll just, if we just we swallow our food and then jump because we use we use our, our internal organs oh, use peristalsis to move things down and around so I don't know whether we'll like, survive in zero well birds what we, they, they'll just learn and evolve to do I assume we, it's just swallow them we survive in zero G because um, well, that's the thing. there's zero G on the space station yeah well here's the thing though because <laughs> it's in space well, here's the thing well, and they have air on the space station yeah, because they wouldn't birds quickly. If we did have birds they? there, we could quickly evolve them to have those muscles. Uh, evolving does not work like unless we genetically enter the. I mean, exactly, oh, yeah, you can't just like a, quickly go through a million species. We don't. To be of fair, birds. we don't. So you are the one talking up. about speeding up time, Sam. <laughs> oh, this this started off as colonies on the on colonies of the move. Now it's like can farms. we make space birds? Space chicken. Space chicken. <laughs> SFC. Sp- no. Space fried chicken. You just no. fried it as MFC. Moon fried chicken. Yeah, there we go. Mm, yeah. I'd eat that. <laughs> MFC. <coughs> Isn't moon rock is toxic? Is it? Why? Oh, radiation. Right. 
If it cuts you, then you're like you're dead. Well, basically. the hype, well, the idea would wouldn't be that we were living on the moon. We'd be living in presumably like a biodome. Yeah, that's another Which interesting is thing about space travel that happens to be on the moon. Building spaceships in space. Space dogs, yeah. That's, that's how, that that's how be, it works in Star that Trek. Would, that would need to be a thing. That's yeah. how it works in Star Trek, yeah. apart from in the J.J. Abrams <laughs> film where they, for some reason, decided to make the Enterprise on Earth. Which is stupid, because that's I mean, not how it works. It's a lot easier. <laughs> how Starships are made. It is a lot easier to build spaceships in space because you don't have to yeah. use loads of pulleys Cranes. and things to get stuff over there. You just float it over there with a little bit of thrusters. Yeah. But it's also a lot harder because... Everything floats away. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> the screw oh, it's gone if you couldn't you can't see obviously it. but Adam was miming losing a screw in space which is, which is very funny I'm very sorry you had good. to miss we, out we, on that joke we rate it a few, a few mime stars no I, I've got bingo because um, the last one I had was visual gag <laughs> you, did you actually oh. yeah, yeah. it's just about the same as you but I set mine up differently <laughs> but yeah I think um, another interesting thing that uh interests me to do technology in space is um, space elevator I like the idea of space elevator I like the idea of space going, elevator because I'm a Gundam fan and not, that was in yeah it, going it from worked. the ground to in space to oh, launch right. rockets from is, is wow there's someone at the door he, he hasn't paused it yes, yes, so I'm talking there's someone at the door oh, right. I just can't pick the bed up yeah oh no caught a bed up and I is this the right place? We're not selling a bed. <laughs> Traumatised pineapple my... branded bed linen. Buy it now. Redbubble.com forward slash traumatisedpineapple.com. What are you guys doing? <laughs> I don't know. Leave just, this in, it's called, it's called improvisation. 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 What were we saying? Space elevators. Space elevators, yes. I think space elevators could potentially be a good solution to an energy crisis. If, well, it depends how energy crisis. Solar collectors. Oh right. Hmm? Yeah. You build. Oh, I did. I, I will preface Solar this one. Space. I did get this idea from an anime. Right. But it seems relatively feasible. You use space elevators past the atmosphere, and have solar collectors on the top. Like oh, and of course, gigantic solar collectors. And of course, it would only charge. Well, it wouldn't be over half, the earth. Half of the day. When it comes around to face the sun, I was going to say, again. yeah, you have you do it. You, you build multiple solar collectors. Well, that's the thing. Then there's going to be oh, is I it over the earth? Because then there's going to be like shadows underneath those. Yeah, be very dark. So there'll just be like way. rectangles. But if it's that, or, or, but oh no, here comes the shadow. That's sort of renewable energy. It's just that like snowing. Seems, it seems them. like a decent system. It's just like a permanent snow cloud underneath. The thing with a space elevator is. Um, if money's no object, that's a it's... lot of elevator music. To have to <laughs> it's like the... thirteen hours of jazz. No, it's <laughs> thirteen up... hours of crappy. <laughs> I, I, I came up with. I didn't, I didn't like draw it anyway because I'm bad at drawing. But I came up with in my mind a really good design for the actual elevator part. You see, what you do is you build like build into it's it a, a luxury, <laughs> yeah. a luxury hotel with like a spa and some that's like sports elevator. areas and stuff. And, you and build essentially, into it's it. an overnight elevator. Well, because it takes a long time to get 
it would take a long time to get there because you can't go like super fast because then you've got all the G force and the depressure like the and the depressurization they're like changing so. pressure that would like, kill you I'm I sure. don't know how long it takes to get out of the atmosphere if you're going in a rocket but you can't go that fast because then you'd literally be like the whole time you can't play tennis wouldn't like that you, wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't you prefer, I don't know what, what would happen if there was a swimming pool what would happen to the water I mean would you prefer to, to take an elevator up to space that goes slowly go really so you viscous. can enjoy the journey like a luxury hotel just or would you jail. prefer <laughs> take one that takes about five minutes of like extremely fast g-force and then you get up there and you're like oh i'm in oh. space now now i, I can mean, play tennis work right for the astronauts maybe yeah. it'll be like a, a thing where it's like between this time and this time you can't use any of the facilities just stay in bed mm. and then after that time it's like, okay please enjoy the the floaty tennis and the Part, part Unless, yeah, it's so easy. You couldn't have <laughs> certain, a hole on the, you couldn't have the certain things because of the uh, gravity. But if you came, if they had um, first came up with artificial gravity and then created the space elevator, hmm. then that would work even better. But the problem with a space elevator, besides money, is there is no material that's strong enough to man and easily mass producible that's strong enough to produce the shaft, the bit that goes through the cent- the bit that the elevator is attached to, even. Um, Carbon nanofiber tubes and stuff web. like that is not strong enough. None spider, of us... spider webs are strong. <laughs> you know, you get a spider web, the thickness of a pencil can stop an aeroplane. Okay. I feel like this is a reference. To no, it's true. <laughs> I'm just saying it. Just... But does, it depend, does it depend on the type of spider web? No. Are you sure? Yes. Because there is no known material that's going to be strong enough to because it has to withstand asteroids that might fly into it that would make a cool sound wouldn't it if you're at the bottom (laughs) if you're at the bottom you just hear the vibrations you put your hand on it 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 has to also withstand (laughs) lightning strikes possibly if it conducts electricity that should be fun you could farm that 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 would be with resistors you could farm that and for for that you could essentially have additional spires which would as lightning conductors which would work yeah I mean you don't want like someone just to touch like the tap on their hotel room and I'm sure with asteroids with asteroids you could do something with a magnetic field well possibly that's if they can that's if they're not like if they contain metal but that would work but then also um, radiation as well it has to be out of withstand radiation and also has to withstand the high the winds and the temperature changes no lead can't do that and um, I think the the best option because the other hard thing is attaching it to the ground they wouldn't I think they I think the video I watched they said do it underwater because you can go straight into the bedrock and you'd have to put it really deep under the ground so it was strong and then you get up there and there'd be a space station up there and then you could launch spaceships off of there or you could just live up in zero I think in something that big going up into space you know like with like metronomes and things if you put the metronome towards the the weight towards the top of the metronome it goes slower yeah I feel like if this elevator is at the top then the, the earth's rotation is going to change if, if, oh. by like dr- quite drastically yeah, if we're t- thinking really about are, all yeah. this equipment and everything that's a fair point that will change the rotation quite drastically, which I don't know. No, it depends how many and exactly have. how big they were. Cause... Well, if Sam, like what Sam said, like an entire like bloody hotel and leisure centre, like a Disneyland going up into elevator. And that's still. And then all that stuff that's like containing that, and the stuff that's pulling it upwards, and and everything. When all I mean, that's, that's at the top. Question. If you had a handful of sort of equidistant intervals, it would probably even itself out. 
I mean, the question is... So or just like a counterweight on the other opposite end of the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah just yeah. a really big skyscraper or another station. But yeah, another question is... Well, yeah, no, they're elevator. Another... When one one's up, one's down. No, no, when they're both... Being, yeah. They're both going at the same time. Up, or, both, up, or even more of that. But when they're only halfway up, they're neither up nor down. <laughs> when they're only halfway up, they had to... Then they knew that we had a bit of an issue. So yeah, then, so, so if they, we had two on polar opposites that were synchronized to go up and down yeah. at the same time, you're like, oh, I'm taking the uh, east space elevator, please, to the so and so hub. Oh, okay, yeah, here's your ticket. Thank you. Sick. But the only and the then we can do that Disneyland is you'd have space. to take because it would be it would be out space and water, resort, so you'd have to take like a, no, I'm, I'm liking the idea of Disneyland oh, space. It, of ti- it, I don't know why I'm saying. He's getting up again. He's excited. <laughs> if you time it right, could you potentially have a roller coaster? That would go up, and if you turn it right, would just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a uh, like roller coaster tycoon mod space. Actually, I'll tell you what that is. That's th- that's our solution. <laughs> to do a space a roller coaster. <laughs> space roller coaster. No, Launch it and then just Momentum. leave it to drift up to the space station, and then it gets and then it goes go. locks it in. Problem solved. Uh, welcome. To the there you go. Elon Musk will be selling that to you for several million dollars. Elon Musk billion, perhaps. I think it's space elevator. I'll, with I'll give it. To yeah. be fair, I've I've got enough, I, I, I'm the student. I've got enough money. I'll I'll be honest. I'll t- I'll take fifty quid in the toaster. <laughs> take a pot noodle, mate. <laughs> Oh, Lifetime supply. No, but isn't Elon Musk too busy working on his thing that mines out uh, tunnels oh, and the turns boring into bricks? Company. I only got that pun about a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know, he's working on a, a tunnel bore that digs up the ground. Yeah. And turns is the logo into bricks. is is their mascot like a wild pig? I think their mascot's just Elon Musk. Oh. And it turns well, turns, no, all, the, it. The turns all the stuff the it digs up into bricks to then use to build around the edge of the tunnel. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. But yes, rounding up space elevators. Rounding obviously, there's the problem really of like. um, yeah, yeah. ignoring. There's a problem of money, obviously, but we're ignoring that. There's the problem of the, um, something strong enough to do it. Um, Earth rotation. Earth rotation. And um, the counterweight and making it entirely safe. Getting up there and getting back down again in terms of time and in terms of force. Because right. you can't just drop it back down and let it be pulled into the atmosphere. You have to use massive thrust to slow it down. Mm. And um, stuff like that. But then, then again, uh, it would be whether it would be beneficial to have a space elevator economically. Mm. I mean, I was talking about this to my dad, and I said, with building a space elevator, eventually would you save earn the money back because you wouldn't have to build such complex rockets to launch off the right. surface. You could launch them from there, which takes a lot less fuel. Like, you need half the rocket. Yeah. I wonder yeah. what you'd have to trade for a paperclip to get to, <laughs> to a, get a, a space, space station. Elevator. <laughs> Full circle. That's a good. Oh, that's great. I was just gonna say, just to wrap up, really like sim, like We're single statement answer. Yeah. If you could take anything from science fiction, space fiction, and put it into real life, what would become real, regardless of actual logical ability? Like oh, you just reminded me. That's another thing I wanted to talk we about. We don't have time to do another thing. Yeah, have we, um, have we hit two hours already. We have creation of creation hours. of dimensions oh. from mist. Those books that you open and you can go into different dimensions. Okay. Because that oh. just sounds cool. That's well, not like magic. dimensions. I'm, I'm not thinking of science. Like that's going to solve. That sounds like oh, yeah. magic. Is just science we don't understand. <laughs> magic. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I'll give you that stuff. Uh, I really don't know. I mean, something I've been looking like into. Something I've been looking into recently that I think is really cool is a Dyson sphere. Yeah, Dyson sorry, Dyson cool. bubble is the better one. 
It's not just a brand of vacuum cleaner. No, it's a, <laughs> it's a bubble sphere. of solar panels around a sun to produce energy. That that would just block out the sun entirely. That's, that's the idea. Which would work. Which wouldn't work in our solar system. Would work in a binary. Oh right, yeah. Sun system. No, there's um. It would work if you uh. Oh, you had gaps between, maybe. Yeah, it's um. Instead of using a Dyson sphere, you use a Dyson bubble, and you separate them, and you put them in a or stationary a orbit, so they're not all moving. They're just stationary. So, so a, Dyson a, a, a Dyson sphere is basically a planet built around the sun. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's less cool. feasible than a Dyson bubble. Um, things like it. I want to be really predictable. Wait, no, I changed my answer. Personal Death Star. <laughs> I just Carry met on. one. You would get assigned a Death Star at birth. <laughs> anyway, your turn. No, um, I'm very empty. <laughs> so I want Echo. Part of me wants to say, like, Mecha. Like, I'm a big Mecha anime fan. I'm a big Gundam fan. Oh, I would right. love to see I that just, kind of thing like, thought, done thought, in real life. Yeah. Oh, you mean the robots from Pacific Rim? Yes. Or, like, do, or do you mean the, less the place. Pacific Rim, or but. the place where loads of religious people go? Every, the big cube. But pop, oh. so possibly mobile suits, save that. That'd be cool. Genuinely good interstellar that travel. That makes space Wait, I want to change my answer again. Oh, for goodness sake. I need Rick, the toilet, Sam, hurry up. Rick's portal gun. That's what I was saying. I thought you were going to say oh, it was... Uh, I don't know why, stuff. but I, what I thought you were going to say was a Rick rolling machine. <laughs> <laughs> Where you can just summon... It's like the, the, the Meeseeks box, you summon a Rick Astley. We've got to give you up. Thank, and then they just don't, then oh, they I die. Oh, I'm Mr. Astley. <laughs> I'm Mr. Rick. I'm Rick Astley, look at me! I think we've been talking too long. I, I'm <laughs> delirious. Rick Astley. I really need We're the all gone insane. So how, thank you. how many paper clips would you have to trade for Rick Astley? <laughs> That's all from us today. Thank you for listening. I've been Adam. Find me at AdamIsTalking underscore on Twitter. I'm also Adam from AdamIsTalking. <laughs> oh, Sam! Don't, don't even just go. I'm Sam from LCA Productions. You can find us at ProductionsLCA on Twitter. And I'm InkyDoodle4 from inkydoodle4.com <laughs> no <laughs> the, the YouTube just the YouTube channel inkydoodle4 it's not that special this has been the Traumatised Panical Podcast thanks the for end. listening for future episodes as well as behind the scenes info and bonus material head to our website at traumatisedpineapple.wordpress.com thanks for listening <laughs>